0: In today's episode, we speak to Boom Twenty Five. They have an insane, raging community that literally has their own terminologies and is driving their company success. Boom, stay tuned. listening to strike Go with Jonathan Kahn and Roy Pravarcik and today we're joined by Avinom Abramowitz and Yaniv Rosen. I'll okay. let you guys explain who you are. Okay.
1: Uh, my name is Avinoam Abramowitz. i We head... said that. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> I got it right. I got it right. Uh, and I'm the head of marketing at Boom25.
2: And I'm Yaniv. I'm the head of uh, div- business development of boom25.com. So before we get people excited about
3: your jobs, what does Boom da- do? a little bit about
2: the company. So basically what Boom does is disrupting the cashback market, currently only in the UK. So the cashback market, the way that it works, it's probably, it's a, an affiliate program, but up until now, it gave back to the customers only a small percentage of the revenue back. So let's say you spend 100 pounds in on uh, e-commerce and you got maybe one to five pounds back and it even took you months and months ahead to get that. So, what we try to do is we give every 25th purchase up until 100% of the money back. So, not every one person gets money, but the 25th gets 100% of the money back. So, it's much more exciting. Okay, so I, I need to ask this because I am
0: I really have no idea about the cashback like, mm-hmm. market at all. Um, like, reading about the company and understanding more about it was like what? Who gives? Give me back my money! How do people make money from this? Can you like explain a little bit about like what this cashback market is? Like how does it
1: work? And so basically, it's uh it's just an affiliate scheme, meaning that um we're driving traffic to all kinds of e-commerce websites, and um we get uh, commission back per purchase that comes from our uh the traffic that we provide. So in the other websites that do it in the more traditional way. Um, They use this uh, commission and they give it back, they distribute it back to the user, um, but they give them a small percentage. Instead, we take all the commission together, we make a pool, and then every 25th customer, we give them up to their entire spend back. So it's just a different distribution of the money. All right, very, very cool. Now I understand.
0: Okay. Go, Roy, I'll let you. Um, I'm just Roy's did. like, oh, I'm surprised you asked that. <laughs> Screw you, man. I don't know everything. <laughs> I was surprised how Almost. well prepared you <laughs> <came>. uh, <laughs> No, no, because I was reading about it, and I was going, oh, I spend no, money no, online. I, I, I should that. be doing it here. Like, But then, you know, I was like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I get get because a lot of
3: people don't understand. Like, uh, it's, a, it's a big numbers game, eventually, Like, because it's hard to do with one or two people. But once you have like, enough people, then the, then the model makes sense. Right? Cool. So my question, okay, so, so cashback as an industry is not let's say immediately sexy you know it's not like it's not like a topic I don't know if it's boring but it's like affiliates and all this stuff it's not something that I think is easy to market as is to people like giving your money getting your money back always sounds either too promising or weird and people are not as like it's not it's not an offer people are automatically run to it as much as people would like, they're put imagine. off by it. I
1: mean, people are put off by the, yeah. the idea in the first place when they hear about it, because it, it it screams scam. People hear yeah. them, they say too good to be get true. But yeah. I think it. I think
3: it's it's also like there's a in the in the U S at least there's like a thing with uh, with coupons, which is kind of the same vibe in a way. Right. Which like it can save you money. Absolutely, like it absolutely can save you money, but people don't wanna be a coupon pe- person in a way
1: unless you're a coupon person yeah, and you're crazy coupon. about coupons of course and then
3: you're amazing
1: I <laughs> <laughs> you haven't, haven't spent a dollar
3: service. in 50 <laughs> years no um, so okay so you are focused on the UK um, how, so you start a business how do you start getting traction to that kind of business because you need to have a lot of new customers all the time and you of course have to keep them coming so you have a lot of both acquisition and retention challenge which is very pressing
2: not depressing, but pressing,
3: like
2: it's very really urgent. Mm-hmm. So, um, if may I add to another. So what you said, another thing with cashback is not a lot of people will go through the trouble of getting mm-hmm. one percentage or two percentage of the purchase back mm-hmm. and go through another website and understand if it works or it doesn't work. So, there are cashback schemes everywhere. Even in mm-hmm. Israel, even in the, in the UK, it's not something that is new, but not a lot of people use them. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't think I'd go online and press this button and that button, I'd spend $100 right. and get $1 back. Right. So neither of us or most of the people I know don't use it. Right. So we try to gamify the e-commerce experience. So imagine it costs you nothing. You just go through our website and you get this wonderful golden ticket where you see if you won your purchase back or not. So... One of the reasons we chose the UK is first it's a very uh, developed e-commerce uh, industry and the population there, most of it, use online um, online uh, shopping. But also they had uh, a cashback scheme running for more than around 10 or 12 years. So what we tried to, f- to do at first is to talk about cashback as general, because they know what cashback is, so mm-hmm. the education was, we, we thought it was relatively easy. And then tell them, hey, try to gain a lot more than your regular cashback and try Boom25. Yeah,
3: like an upgraded version of the cashback. Exactly. Wait, did you, did, you
2: look into other, did you look into other countries before going to the UK? Yeah, we looked at several countries. Uh, we chose the UK for several reasons. One because it's really hard to penetrate the UK country, the, the UK market. Okay. And we said to ourselves that if we'll succeed there, we we'll probably can develop everywhere in the world. Okay. Also in regulation terms, the UK, uh, our business is highly regulated there and it operates like a, like a marketing and not gambling because mm-hmm. it's not gambling. Okay. But people may think it is. But you don't lose anything. Right. It doesn't cost you anything. So it's not. Mm. And in the UK, they understand that. In other countries, not so much because the law isn't as developed as the Internet, let's say. Right. Um, also, it's
3: not, really, it's
2: not really a matter of luck because there are
3: specific rules.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. It's not luck. It's a line. Yeah. It's, it's a bulk. We call it a bulk. If you're the 25th, you get your money back. Yeah. And even if you don't, you still get... A bonus amount Mm -hmm. in your account, so and that can add up to a lot of money. And once you won, you get the winning and the bonus all together. Right. So it's still it's a win-win situation for everyone. Right. Um, So at first we tried, and and maybe Avi can explain a little bit more. We tried to make small fires in different places, and mostly with the savvy coupon bargain uh, enthusiastic thinking that they would appreciate uh, Boom25 new model to the industry. Um, Now I can tell you that we brought a whole different kind of clientele. More than 50% of our customers never used cashback before. They wouldn't bother. Mm -hmm. But but with Boom, they don't see it as a cashback and we differentiate ourselves from cashback into an exciting experience. So Avi, if you can yeah, so, like Yaniv said, at first, um, we
1: focused mostly on the um, cashback, coupon uh, demographic um, because we, we realized that these are the people that are most uh, most inclined to... You don't know, kind of have to activities. educate them, basically. Right, it would just be telling them it's exactly like what you're doing, just a little bit better or through, a little through bit different. Channels and it, at first, it was uh, almost 100% guerrilla marketing, meaning um, very based on social media and finding... Um, different communities and groups on Facebook mostly um, that we thought people might be interested in and find a way to kind of penetrate them um, try to find people who are um, who are more influential in these groups and try to uh, reach out to them to see if they'd be interested if they'd be willing to post for us and uh, every time we were able to get one of these people to post something for us we would see an immediate um, jump in traffic to our website so, this is how things went at first, and we were very much dependent on these other groups that um, we, we didn't have any control over uh, if we would be able to post anything, if people would be willing to, if we, we couldn't even answer these people, if they had any questions. Right. So You
3: were dependent on like the administrator to be willing to exactly. help you.
1: That's why I'm saying it's guerrilla because it no? was...
3: What? would did you say influencer? Um, um, yeah, but it's also like I guess I was saying like the administrator
1: because if there's a community, I guess there's somebody who's like ah, yes okay. or no. Yeah, but yeah. Facebook so groups cool. have moderators and administrators, yeah. and these people are their whole job is just to uh, delete posts that don't 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 um, don't look good. Comply yeah. with their yeah. group. exactly. not yeah, resonate think. well. Uh,
0: Did you guys like think to advertise in one of the coupon booklets or something like that?
2: Um, we tried several uh, marketing. Angles Mm -hmm. And at first we try a lot. So we thought to ourselves, if we fail, let's fail fast and find where the path is. But at first it's like you don't know exactly what, what it is that you need to do to convince people that it's legit. Keep in mind that it sounds too good to be true. And that's one of the key problems we had. People thought it was a con. Even the people who are like the coupon,
0: like I'm saying this because I'm like the mindset of a person who goes for coupon is a person who has hope that they're going to get a coupon that's going to give them, you know, no, the but, majority but it, but of the it money feels back.
3: More, but it feels, I think, more lottery than it feels like. Like discounts is like 5%. It's like a done deal. That's it. Exactly. You know what you're getting into. You know. Like if you have this, you get a discount. And here for them, maybe it feels like there's a chance. Okay. Not only
1: a chance. I think people always said what there's
2: what's the what's, what's the, the catch? catch? What's yeah. the catch? Because even if they making know how money? these things, how are you doing this? Exactly. Yeah. How is this profitable for you? Why would you pay sense? me back? And so so basically what we had in mind is we need people to understand that actual people really win and actually people people actually getting their money back and we are totally legit but it's very hard to do it with your website. Well, your website should be very social in order to do so. And you also have the GDPR compliance, so you cannot expose the information. I cannot tell Avi, Avi, Avi just won 100 pounds back on his purchase or whatever. I cannot do that. I need to save, to keep my data safe. So we thought of a way to distribute that, um, that news to the public. We tried influencers on Instagram. It didn't work because... My take on that, when you see a beautiful woman with a bag and she says, I look at the, my beautiful bag, I got it for free through Boom 25 because I did this and that, so she gets a lot of likes and comments But about her looks and about the bag, and nobody yeah. really cares or, or go through the trouble to reading what she wrote. So that didn't work. We tried that several times. Uh, We tried with different websites, with different blogs uh, to get the legitimacy that if they wrote about us, people will believe it's true. But what actually, like Avi said, what really helped us is once we had an opportunity or we could post something on a legitimate group on Facebook saying or telling a story I bought this for my kid. I bought this bed for my kid, and I wanted 100% back free. Then all of a sudden, people were intrigued, and a conversation started to open, and we would see a spike, a huge spike, both in our sessions on our website and the purchases. So, that, okay, there's something here. We need to further investigate how we can do that. And like Avi said, we wouldn't, we didn't want to be. Um, Dependent, dependent on these groups, cause they gave us hell. Once we got traction, they said, "Oh, you cannot post anything here." Of even if our customers, which we they, they did it on their own, the posted would be deleted. It became like a war between communities yeah. and a war between the pages. And they would just just writing the word the name Boom 25. Your post and would get it, deleted yeah. completely. Oh. It was drawing too much attention.
1: Um, it was kind of disrupting what they were trying to do on their, on their groups.
2: So Avi and I sat together and said to ourselves, okay, so let's do it the, is- the Israeli way. If you cannot beat them, make something better. <laughs> so we actually formed a community just about Boom 25. And basically what we are doing is we don't tell them what to do. Whatever they, they do, they do it on their own. The entire conversation, the entire, um, uh, everything that happens on the group is basically by them. we just making sure they're not crossing any lines to hurt nobody. Not, uh, I mean, we, we, can, we can share stories about crazy videos. They uploaded for the love of Boom, and we said to them, okay, somebody might hurt, let's let's stop it right there. But other than that, they have their own democratic way of speaking about our website.
0: So it's like a living Thing right now, it's just going on yeah. its own, and you guys have minimal amounts of, of
1: you know. Right. I wanted them. to back up a little bit because Yaniv, he's also being a little bit modest, and also the the beginning actually started by we were thinking, okay, how are we how are we gonna um, how are we gonna work with these groups that are not letting us post anything anymore because we were dependent on this traffic, we had no other channels of bringing people, and Yaniv said, okay, let's start our own group, and I said, wh- wh- what are you crazy? Like we're talking about groups with a million members. Who are you trying to compete with? Like, we're never gonna, you'd have to create so much content, you'd have to come up with a concept. Why would people join a group that belongs to a company? Like, the whole thing sounded completely um, imaginary. And Yaniv said, Let's try it. What, what do you care? Like, it might, it might not go well, then
2: we'll try something else. And the logic that. Um, we formed a plan. We said how, how it would work. We know we don't have enough manpower to, to make all that content. We knew that we cannot control it. So we, we thought of it about how to make a group of people that are more enthusiastic about Boom and they will deliver the message by themselves. Yeah, because the, the, the idea is that your customers... Uh, your supporters—they're much better
1: at um, advertising you than you'd ever be able to because authentic. it's authentic, and also they know exactly what the customer is looking for. You always have to try to find out who's your who's the demographic, who what are they looking for, and these people—they they live it, they use the website, so they they can uh, testify yeah. the best. So what we started by doing is reaching out to our uh, all our customers. And we sent out an email and we said, we're starting this community. If you'd be uh, interested in joining the team, uh, send us an email back and tell us why you think you would be good for this position. And we got hundreds of people emailing back um, with all these ideas. And we handpicked just a few that looked like they'd be um, enthusiastic enough and uh, creative enough to create content. And we just, uh, we gave them the keys. We told them... Go ahead. Good well, luck. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. And and we just uh, they just started creating content, and we started driving traffic into this group, and it just grew into this monster um, where the the users themselves they're they're pushing us forward, they're growing the community themselves, they're um, passing on the message, and of course we have we have our um, we have our strategy how we're pushing certain certain things, how we grow our revenue, but at the end of the day. Um, they're the ones that are running the show. So,
3: what kind of content did they start posting? Like, you asked them, "Who do you want? Like, do you want to post stuff?" They said, "Yes, we're excited." You chose the right people.
1: It was mostly wait. How,
3: how did you choose the people? Like, what was it like? You, what was your criteria for
1: saying this is a good person to start with? It was just a hunch. Like, it was okay. basically just guessing and saying this. This guy looks good and good enough. Also, what ended up happening is that we we took. Um, we said a team of people to create content. You need someone who's good at writing. You need someone who's a little bit more um, graphic savvy. Someone who's uh, creative enough who can, you know, create banners and stuff like that. Um, so we had every person had their own like uh, expertise, and um, and uh, for your question, uh, the first things that that came up were mostly testimonials of people just telling like how much they've won on on Boom Twenty Five since they started. Um, and a lot of, uh, what's interesting is that these people, you know, in in our day and age, um, people are looking for community. They're looking for a feeling of, of belonging to something. And, and this internet, like this very like foreign internet world, um, when people feel confident enough and they feel comfortable with the people that are in the community with them, they just start sharing their entire lives. They, they post pictures of their kids. They tell stories about like what's going on in their lives and everything, and because it's authentic, and because a lot of people can um, relate to it, then it's um, uh, it's it just it starts going on its own. I like sure. how it's like it says,
0: "I won these kids." <laughs> they were free. <laughs> in the end, they were free. Um, so I just have a weird question. It might be you know some sort of legal thing that probably stops it. But did you guys consider in the app when someone wins to allow them to share directly to the group or community from there? Because, you like, again, I'm, I'm imagining the type of content in the beginning is mostly people going, I won! And then they get in, and they're talking to other people, and they're like, oh, this person had this idea, this person had this, whatever, and you get to make friends. It's community in the end. But I'm wondering if it was something that you said, oh, I can get them on the community and, and working if I just say, okay, share it.
1: Right, so our, our biggest mistake at first, um, we weren't sure... You know, on Facebook, so you have public groups and you have um, private groups mm-hmm. that only people who are invited or are part of the group can see the content that's shared there. And we were we were thinking in the beginning, what's the best way to go? Because um, on the one hand, you want to be able to be, people to be able to share stuff outside the group, and on the other hand, you want them to feel comfortable enough and exclusive enough mm-hmm. that they're part of this group and other people are not, and it would make people want to join. So we decided we were keeping it close a closed group. And the problem with that is that. You can't, um, unless you join the group physically, you can't share
2: anything into sure, it or right share anything it. out of it. So, it. And, and if you share that on your private wall, which people actually, they, they, they do that, it doesn't have the emphasis of the other people joining. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So it's like, oh, this one person, it's probably a bot or it's a bogus or it's just selling something. It, it's still not good enough to overcome the con- a feeling that someone might have with this kind of business model. Yeah, there's a
3: lot of social proof around
2: it. Exactly, a social lot of social proof. proof. But when you publish your win on the community and all of a sudden 20 others feel f- free enough to share their winnings, so all the skepticals see, oh, it's not just one person. Yeah, You're talking about
1: Something's going on here. I'm missing Uh, Yeah, what's going on? Also, I
2: have more of a feeling that I can also win versus the, oh, probably no one wins. Exactly. And if you ask a question, all the the community, which already are, they call themselves the Boomers. We'll talk about it shortly. They have their own glossary. They (laughs) invented their own glossary. So they call the people who didn't use Boom just yet, but registered, like a Boom virgin. So once they... They make a purchase. They say, oh, I'm, I'm not a boom virgin anymore. So let's say somebody asks, what is this boom about? I don't understand it, which is really simple if, yeah. you, if you think about it. But people don't get it. So all the other community members, they explain it to him. Right. And they encourage them to ask questions and to share hacks and share t- tricks and tips and bargains. And all of a sudden, it becomes like this place of everybody just having fun. And now I can tell you that Boom25 is an exciting way. It's an emotional buy. It's not a logic buy. And it works for everyone because our customers, they get a wonderful experience by booming. It gives them something that is much more fun than just buy normally. And our retailers, from the other hand, they love our client because it's an emotional buy and not a logic one. So... I assume that they won't uh, look at the price and say, oh, I can find it in another place, or let's say I can get it for 10, uh, mm-hmm. 10% less. You keep them away from the price comparison. Exactly. And we, we did a lot of surveys. That's
0: a great sentence. That's yeah. a very interesting thing. Because I was like trying to say in my head, I was like, oh, I wish I could use this. Damn it, I'm not in the UK. Fuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I buy shit all the time on AliExpress and all these other things. So I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. Why not? Um, and then I thought to myself, yeah, but if I'm gonna win, if I could theoretically win my money back, I want to spend a lot more than what I usually buy in AliExpress. I'll buy like a huge bulk, and I'm thinking, it's like, wow, this is so great. No, because. Of
2: <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> but now the strategic uh, logic come to in mind. Say, let's say you have one thousand purchase back. Would you purchase? it in one bulk, in one purchase, or you divide it in four and you increase your chances to get your money back, Yeah, so start to be a game and they start to talk <laughs> about it and they start to share their ideas and thought of how you should do it and where you should do it, and all of a sudden, it's not just the buying of the product, it's how you buy it, and where you buy it, and when you buy it, and it's all become a big game of, of e-commerce. Interesting. It's
3: interesting, so because, cool, because it changed like, I think there's a way of like what what kind of
2: conversation
3: do you want to have about different things, so like the price comparison for example, which I think is, was the most um, common conversation around e-commerce, still is, like where do, where can I buy this? You have like trust, like who will actually send me the same thing? So you have like companies like uh, what's her name like Wish. you know know it. the one that
2: always has the weirdest ads the weirdest The I love it
3: I take pictures of them now
0: I I think I'm going to do a segment on my Instagram of what are they selling with this image the weirdest I love it it.
3: you can buy a horse for $10 no forget
0: that I saw like an image of like a hundred cats lying and they looked like they were all dead I'm like oh it's cat poison then I read it and it's like no it's a plant that cats love to eat and I'm like I need to do a segment. <laughs> I need to put this up. Or they now have a thing where they put up like a fake image on their first image so that you'll click it because you're out of curiosity. So they're selling like Nike shoes, like, like knockoffs. Yeah. And they showed a guy barefoot with two bottles strapped to the bottom of his feet, like crushed water bottles. And I was like, what are they selling
3: me here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you have those where the trust there is very low. Obviously, they've been working very hard to keep it low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's one conversation. Like, will I get the item that I'm ordering, purchasing online? It's an old conversation in a way, but still exists. Then you have like price comparison where can I buy this for the cheapest price? And you add a layer of like saying, okay, wait, the price is not as important as the feeling that I have around it. And like the excitement of the community and the excitement of the gamification, which is very interesting because it's like retaking the conversation from
2: one place. And elevating it to another. Place. Exactly. If I can, uh, when you buy a lottery ticket, mm-hmm. the fun is to wait for the results. Yeah. You imagine and the fantasy, fantasy of what will the you do fantasy you much? have while waiting for the results. Because yeah. yeah. mostly
0: waiting, I'm like, when well, the fuck And yeah. then you're like thinking, hmm. Surprise my wife, or I could leave my wife. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding.
3: now but I love you, honey. Two rules. About you, Eddie.
0: <laughs> two rules. Uh, when you said the word gamification, I almost popped in my head. Is it like, is it more men or more women who use it? Like, I know AliExpress, you know, you got to have, have it all over the place, but just because there is an element here of gamification, we're like saying, Oh, I'm going to strategize this thing. Wait, I'm before gonna, the
3: answer, I want to see okay. what, you, what your guess is.
0: No, I just feel like gamification in this so- sense is more men. Because okay. I know that gamification for women is different. What? It is. No, no, there's a book about it. I don't know what the book is. i never read it, but I read a secoum on the internet. Uh, no, but there is a different way of uh, gamification. And I was just thinking, wow, this is very man-like kind of gamification.
1: So It's actually funny because uh, I, I, it's changing now, but um, I think it's um, about 80% of our clientele is women <gasps> you um, sexist
0: bastard shut up
1: man <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's actually we don't know how to explain that because you're right it, there's no reason why it should appeal to women more than it does to men uh, part of that is probably because of the community that's already um, uh, developed with our product is mostly women so um, in a certain sense maybe men who come into the picture they
2: think it's like a women's thing um, like Pinterest <laughs> no <laughs> But, but uh, what we see from the community, one of the things that allow us to speak with our clientele, they, it's like a back and forth, and they speak with us fluently, and they describe their everything that happens, uh, the wants and the needs. And we saw a lot of women speaking about, oh, I just convinced my hobby to buy and boom, and I won. And all of a sudden, he tells me, did you boom it? Did you boom it? Did you boom it? Mm-hmm. So even if the men, they don't do the actual Shopping. They're like involved. They're involved. They would tell whoever make the purchase to buy through Boom. And also, there's a fun part where you see if your results are winning or losing. So there's a lot of animation on uh, around it. It's a very gamified. So people just love to press the button and video themselves or video their screen and share them the results within That's within great. Facebook. Very cool. And was that okay? So
3: their ideas of sharing and all this was this like totally organic? Did like somebody once did it, posted on its on their own behalf, or is it something that you kind of incepted into the
2: you can beat it, it's okay. This is a safe space. So <laughs> it no one says, No, ever no. no. <laughs> our listeners don't is, have to keep a secret. <laughs> the thing is it was like our wet dream. It was why why people won't tell everyone about their winnings? I mean we thought it would be much similar to Israel. In Israel, if you want something or you get a better price, yeah. the first thing you do is tell yeah, even everyone. Even if you
3: lose, you, then you go up and say like... How exactly. The yeah. <laughs> and everybody will
2: really convince you otherwise and there's right. the discussion behind it. But in the UK, it's it's different. They don't really share... Emotions. Em, <laughs> not, and I don't want to say that, but... People don't, don't tend to brag as much yeah, as yeah. they do... Uh, about discounts? About, no. mo- about, about, money, yeah. about, about money. money. About money, about buying, about winnings it, it, it works different so if you had told me uh, two years ago people will just do it for the fun of it I would be more than happy Right. the thing is we couldn't do it or make them do it um, up until we had a community and once we let them just do whatever they want and yeah. one person did it and the other one it began like a phenomenon yeah. like I said they have their own glossary in terms of what happens in each in each yeah, uh, in step. each uh, step. If you win, they say whoop! I won. They use the word whoop. Right. I would never think added a whoop. <laughs> whoop. <laughs> whoop
0: whoop. And a boom virgin. I'm pretty sure my brother uses that in the army right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are a
2: boom virgin. <laughs> no, but. Uh, um, so, so we, yeah. I, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't tell them to do that. It's just something that evolved. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's, that's actually, what it is because the, they're not, talk- they're not excited about money. They're excited about winning.
3: They're excited about like the experience. The, the experience. Exactly. And I, that's like, the, again, the different conversation between price comparison and money versus hope. Like you can be happy for somebody else that something good has happened to them and it's separate, it's separated than somebody making more money. Exactly. Even if it means the same thing, you're excited for that person being excited and that's a different
2: emotion than if that person would say, I have money. Exactly. Definitely. And one of the lovely things about the group is when someone shares their win, they won't, they won't get any negative comments. Yeah, they're just happy. For that person. Just, they're just happy. It's like a loving, well, done, well, well done. done family, finger crossed, I wish I'd won, stuff like yeah. that. Way to go. It's a very a hugging environment for them. Right. So they feel do much more safer. They do. Safer. Together? They
0: do, things they do. Together? I'm sure, their boom Christmases.
2: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there are families that tell us that they speak about boom.
1: Yeah, they come together on the weekends and they say, What did you? I won this week. I saw this other person in the group this that cool. posted that they won their holiday. Yeah. And-
0: I'm also thinking, like, you know, those people who go and buy like the lottery ticket, but they buy it in a very weird way. They're like, I need 500 on this, 700 on this. And like, What you can do that? I just buy the ticket. I don't know what else you can do. There's options here. So I'm assuming that they have like community people who are yeah. like, So you got to do this, you got to spread it to four payments, got to do one here, do something there. For any
3: product in the world, once people start looking for hacks in your product, then you know you you made it.
2: But yeah, just, I, I, I... Because tot- that's also
3: the conversation. Because-
2: I, I totally agree. Yeah. With that being said, you have to have some kind of environment that it would go to uh, open ears. Yeah. Because we thought about it at first before the community. I mm. think we, you and I had a conversation yeah. about that. And we said, okay, but it doesn't handle the trust issue. Right. First, we need a trust. We need to build a brand. We need to build what is Boom25 and then, if people will find the hack, mm-hmm. then it will drive more traffic. So but again, do, the trust. Do you trust feel the was, trust issue is like? You started the community about, I want to say, a year ago.
3: I might be wrong. No. Um, a year and a, year and a half. A year and a half. year and a half. Do you feel that now, when you think about boom, and you think about the marketing, do you think trust is no longer an issue, or do you say it's okay like, it's like a funnel? I still need to, like, for this type of audience, I still need to be very trust focused. And on the community, I can be more, like, fun, engagement-focused.
1: I think it's de- I think it depends on the, the audience because people who have never heard of it before were still stuck with the same problem because mm-hmm. there's no reason why someone who would hear about it um, would still right. think something else. But than I didn't, in the word of mouth, did you find a way to kind of... Yeah, I don't, wanna say,
3: I don't want to say I automate, but, I want, but like, there's, like, a process. You say, okay, we now know how to take uh, non-boom fan or... A person that doesn't know boom and build trust fast faster mm-hmm. uh or just like it's still the same problem unless you have to go through this channel which is like referral somebody saying you should try it out
1: no 100 percent i just uh, what i was going to say is that people who don't know about it then they're going to always think at first that there's something uh something a little bit fishy mm-hmm. about it but because we have so much social proof now and we have so many ways to um to show it
2: because we have all these stories and we have these posts. And maybe, maybe we should sell some numbers because we didn't. But, how, oh, many, how many people yeah, are in the, the group? As, is as, as of today, we have 222,000 members in
1: our Facebook group. Mm-hmm.
2: With um, 77% engagement. Wow. We have yeah. thousands of posts every day. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh,
1: it's much easier to take someone, maybe in the past when we didn't have this community, then people would join. And then if it didn't go so well, then they would just uh, they would just abandon it and they would say, okay, this thing is just a scam. I'm never gonna yeah. get my oh, money back. Forget about it. Yeah. But when someone is in this group and when someone's exposed to all these stories and all this interaction, then even if they lose, they know that it's that it's going to happen at some point because they're they're yeah. they're uh, always exposed d- to other people winning. Like, Are no. you
0: driving people,
1: new potential users, to the community first, or um, like what do you like? It's part of the it's part of the funnel of how Basically. we onboard uh, a user. One of the things is to show them the Facebook group. So it might not be their first step the, on the website, mm-hmm. but they would get an email two days later telling them that they have to join this community or something that they're missing out on. All these two hundred thousand. Or do
0: you don't, like, don't say,
2: believe us. You no, know, yeah. I get that. I'll turn around believe. and
0: say if there's a trust issue and you're let's say doing a Facebook post, right, or you're doing a Facebook, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. ad, right. So you would turn around and say, hey, check out this cool thing, money back, cash back, whatever it is, right. If you still have the trust issue, that's not going to really break through. But yeah. if you turn around and say, you know, come join the massive community of people who are winning and show like a massive number or whatever, then you kind of bypass that, but you're introducing it through the fact that there's a group.
1: The problem so, with that is that you're 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 also, the part, of, part of the problem with doing this on Facebook is that you don't have a lot of control over what right. you can and can't do. It depends on Facebook's features. And as much as we want to grow the community, we also want to make sure that these people, at the end of the day, they convert to real users. Right. So it's very hard to measure. And, you know, It's very important today that everything that we do is measured so that we know if it's succeeding your family. Yeah. Right. Also,
3: also, you kind of need to introduce the, the thing before you go to the community, I think. Because because if you just go to a community... That's the thing. So I'm thinking about that. Like if I,
0: There's no reason for me, as a person who buys on the AliExpress app right now, to not do this, there's no reason. There's no, there's no reason unless there's habits. a trust issue. Trust and habit. No, it's just trust. I have it. I don't care. I don't really care. I used Wish. I used Wish. It's the same thing. They're basically based off of uh, AliExpress, right, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're. It's some, no, sort they're using horrible. the same stuff, and they're just <laughs> basically putting it through some yeah. sort of skin, yeah, yeah. right? So like, there's no real difference for me to jump habits, to this thing. Dude, but, but the only thing is really trust. No, it's not it's, habit. I don't even care about habit. I want the, when you go to you AliExpress, yeah, your buy comes in two months from now, but they
3: happen. I would, I would, why are, why are you buying real AliExpress barrier. and not eBay? Cheap? Same prices. Most of the thing. most of, the no, no, it's not, not at all. Most of the things are the same prices. I yeah. Everything's
0: huge, like insanely cheap. I just bought a whole bunch of chemicals I'm pretty sure they think there's a bomb <laughs> for like nothing on, on AliExpress. I, and I went I, to eBay and they were like $700. I was like, what? I I'm not getting open something
3: that else <laughs> I kind of want to open that conversation, we but should also talk about don't want to have later. it documented
0: anywhere that I knew what you were doing with <laughs> you. No, but I'm just saying like, what? I would easily jump to this. The only thing is a trust issue for me. Like uh, the habit, fine. I'll give you a habit, but I'm not saying that that's a massive like thing. That's uh, the, when you're going to AliExpress and you go to wish, it's not it because it's whatever. Uh, but the trust issue will be the main thing. So if I'm turning around and saying I'm addressing the trust issue, I'm going to already talk to people who are on AliExpress and they're buying. Yeah. I'm going to already target them by saying, okay, I want to target people who are using AliExpress or like AliExpress page, whatever it is. Um, that means at that point all I need to do is work on the trust aspect they already know that they're buying stuff online it's not that I have to explain uh, to them too much about it, the Acre they can model. tell
2: you more I guess than me about this so it's not just a trust I'm still arguing with Roy though <laughs> <laughs> Go, we could talk but can, faces you, at you, you know, but I'm, I'm a little bit on his side at the moment because it's not just a trust Boop. let's can say I mean, <laughs> don't you whoop me boom version <laughs> <laughs> by the way we are called the boom gods so behave. So, oh yeah. man,
0: behave. that's also like a cool behave. thing to say to a girl you meet at a bar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I know online as the boom. I, 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 people call me the boom I, I, god. Yeah, so I kind of believe that if you go to a
3: girl at the bar, say like two hundred fifty thousand people online call me. the She's boom like, god. STD. she's
2: like, you're, you're a boom girl. <laughs> <boomer. Yeah. laughs> so you. it's just, it's not just the trust. Let's say we we pass the trust issue. You also need to remember to use it. So if you'd say you believe that website, but two weeks or three weeks ahead of time, you want to buy a purchase, you would go directly to the Aliexpress. You wouldn't think to yourself, oh, I need to go to Boom and then press Aliexpress and then make my buy, even though it's like three clicks. You wouldn't, yeah. Remember but when, it.
0: I'm, when I'm, AliExpress now gets me back into their app by putting the weirdest freaking pictures impossible on Facebook, right? Exactly. So then I'm saying, like in the beginning, the main thing you actually have to deal with is the trust issue. If once you get the app on there, advertise the hell out of them and the same kind of thing. Yeah, hey, check out all these Yeah, cool but you also need to think
2: about like ROI of those ads. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that if I address you in a point, because I don't sell products, I sell a service. So. Maybe you don't want to buy at the moment, but you click just to see what it is, and let's say you downloaded it. But I need to address you when you want to buy something, and because all I do is transfer the. I don't know
0: if that's what AliExpress does to me right no, now. No, AliExpress. <laughs> AliExpress shows me weird shit I never thought of buying in the middle of the day. But you already
2: <laughs> bought on AliExpress. You're not the first-time user. Ah, so you're, you're not the first-time buying. Stuff. Yeah, okay. My, um, our, our one of our main goals is to make you buy at least one purchase once you bought one purchase with boom and you saw that everything is fine that's it like you said yeah, yeah. why not to use why it why not yeah I would delete that's that, the like, main that's obstacle, obstacle to make yeah. you b- the first one the first one yeah. So, we do, we yeah so what we do we actually combine what you just mentioned because we have a lot of content on our facebook group and they share maybe we can tell them about the nike thing the nike thing was very funny so we take that content and we make from that content we make ads Okay. So not just uh, beautiful banners say this is Boom Twenty Five and blah blah blah. The opposite of that. Exactly. The more authentic, authentic it looks, the more <laughs> no. exactly yeah. people yeah. using the cameras, no makeup, no Photoshop, just telling the story. It works amazing. And uh, I mean, went yeah, to so, about uh, ninety one. Yeah. So
1: mostly these ads they're based on other posts that we had in our Facebook group and um, we're, we're advertising um, someone who's telling their story about how they won something. So it's usually there's a screenshot of when they won, and there's an image of the, pr- the, um, the product that they bought. And we have, we have this ad running right now of someone who won a pair of Nike uh, uh, sneakers. Air Max. Yeah, Air Max. And it was so funny, we didn't expect that was gonna happen, but people started commenting about the shoes that they look fake because the, the logo <laughs> I'm always scared to buy sneakers. I'm like, I'm like no way. <laughs> no, uh, the first thing, when I saw it, I also thought it was fake because they're, they, they're Nike shoes, but the logo on them says Air Max, and it says, it, it's, it looks kind of weird. It looks like it says A-Max without an R. Mm. So people started commenting. They said, yeah, yeah, right, Air Max. Like, it says A-Max, uh, check before you buy something. Like, it's, it's all, it's yeah. fake. And people started, like really arguing like really Taking cursing each shots other from like Nike I'm telling stores. you this is a yeah. real thing yeah. no it's saying, fake no it's, no, it's, it's the real. logo
2: it's the new logo so I had the best engagement ever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was crazy <laughs> it, went,
1: it got really heated like we had to we had to like delete a million comments because people just started going at it at each other awesome. I mean, <laughs> awesome.
2: they made Nike shoes and then we got a lot of men users to register on our platform because they saw yeah. some nice kicks and, and yeah. the, amount, <laughs> the ROI was crazy we were talking about I don't know if we can say it, we, we won't say it, maybe later, but, I mean, it costs us You can us tell nothing. us and then
0: we'll just make the,
2: oh my god,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it costs us it an comes, amazing amount of so money. So, as,
3: as the community evolves, what's your role in creating engagement, for example? Like, because you have the people that you brought in the beginning, they started building the community, you obviously don't just let it happen and hope
1: for the best, you have some role in, in engaging, right, and fostering the community it's less about the engaging because we still believe that whatever the users are creating is always going to be much better than what we do. Mm-hmm. We have our own tactics on how we have certain uh, goals as a company that we have to get to a certain revenue. We have to push certain retailers. We have mm-hmm. to get to a certain uh, ROI. And that's how we decide what is going to be talked about in the group but not exactly how it's going to be discussed.
3: So you're you're motivating people to discuss. Exactly. So what are your... Through the mediators, basically, through the—I mean, the, through the guys that you.
0: Also through so, so, the mediators. So,
1: what, what's your strategy to motivating people? To? One of the things that's most popular in our group is competitions. So it could be the 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 silliest things. People okay. like comp- love competitions online they're willing to buy things that they did plan on buying just to enter these competitions. Even if it's for the the, the funniest prizes, like it could be a five pound toy or something that their kid might like and people just enter these competitions. So it could be anything. It could be, um, I don't know what, uh, order a takeout through uh, Boom 25 and then upload a picture of what you bought. Tell us what, and people just do it and a lot of people enter this, this stuff so uh, one way to motivate is to create these competitions um, they're not they're also not expensive because at the end of the day it's just a prize and uh, it doesn't it's not always an even expensive one and hundreds of people enter so that's the main way of motivating and that would basically
0: drive people to a specific vendor like or, or yeah or, okay. mm-hmm.
1: got
2: it so we focus on the group a uh, couple of our pillars first it's a uh, Family environment, community. So we make we are making sure everything. The conversation is very clean, and uh, there's no bashing, there's no bullying. It's a strict, no tolerance policy for that. And we saw that a um, lot of people commenting that this is a really nice group because of those rules, because they um, they had other communities on Facebook of which they felt. Not as good as with us, even though it's a shopping or yeah. uh, e-commerce uh, product group. Also, it's a lot about helping one another. The, there's a lot of helping each other. There's a person who won their money back, and another person, she said somebody did something to her, so she took the money of her winnings and gave her back to the person who told the nice, sobbing so. story. We also, if sometimes we see... Actual people share their deepest um, situation. they about their kids, if they're not the feeling illnesses. well, the illnesses, yeah. their strategy, strategies, yeah. and stuff like that. So we try to give back. So we might buy something for them without telling them and they would then express their thanks to us. So we are nurture the, the community with good vibes. One the, There really are The boom gods <laughs> no. Once in a
1: while
0: God looks down And is like "Fine, I'll give something back
1: <laughs> No seriously no. We had a, a, a woman Post about her son Who's in the hospital And she said I don't know What to do with him Like he's sitting All day in bed And I don't have Anything to do with him So we just sent A tablet like To her son So that he can That's Enjoy amazing. it um, this, it's a tiny thing for us to do, and massive, it makes it's yeah. massive for them, and it's massive for everyone else in the community who feels that, even if they're not uh, having a direct conversation
2: with uh, with you know the CEO of the company, uh, the, the company, company sees them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And product wise, uh, when we have like big news, even if they're not that good about our product, so we address them with the Facebook community. We don't let them feel that. They're on that side and we are yeah. on this side. We are all together on this. It's really it's a win-win human. situation. Yeah, human. For, That's what it is. You're not, you, you, are, are, you, you are part, them, the you you're not you're you're not part of the community. You're not managing them. You're not a Yeah, we are part of the community. It's uh, basically a win-win-win situation and we, we use the group to make them understand that this is, the, this is what yeah. it is. There's nothing behind
1: it. Yeah, even the, the even the reasons for certain actions that we do we we share it with them, maybe not a hundred percent of it, but but we try and, and explain the reason behind. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to ask a do you do
0: feature, It's a listening like, you, Do you check with them about new things that you're thinking of adding? All the like time, all the time. Awesome.
2: New retailers, they ask new retailers, um, new features if they want. They give us suggestions all the time. And the engagement on these posts are like really good. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Okay, amazing. That's 77% cool. engagement. We have posts with thousands of comments. We have hundreds, 500s, it means it goes on and on. We have even had 20,000 one post, I remember. Yeah. Um, I want to ask something that I think is not the
3: most interesting question to ask you in terms of your experience, but I think it's one of the most popular questions about communities. It's like, how do you go about growing your community in terms of how do you
2: bring new people into the community? It's a tough one. Yeah, it's, it's really tough one because there's a tipping point. At first, it's really hard. Yeah. We started with 7,000, I think. Yeah. And then... Uh, it took us months,
1: like maybe four months until we started seeing it grow. But when it grew, it grew exponentially. Like, exactly. Within what? a few weeks, we doubled and tripled the amount of people because everyone brought one friend or two friends and that already...
3: So how, how did you how did you kind of uh, motivate
2: them to bring in friends? So at first, what we did, we just ask them and encourage them through different kind of uh, channels through email marketing, push notification, ads on our websites and we also had competition if you bring a friend you yeah. get a bonus or something like that um, but once it grew to a certain point then that was that they began inviting their own people once it became a thing like everybody wants to be involved with a success story exactly and it's also i think now uh, avi mentioned we had this discussion whether it should be a public or an open group a public group or a closed group i think now that it's a closed group it might have an advantage but we would never know right Uh, Right. this 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 is a very interesting discussion uh, but now it's a community and you have to be to answer question if you want to enter the community right. and people are saying thank you for adding the community so it tips very to good. the other it's a privilege to be part of the community do you, you, do, you do any offline events no we actually we've always we tried we tried exactly so we tried a lot of things we tried different angles our CEO is very uh, he wants crazy ideas he lets us try whatever we want as long as it brings something. And like I mentioned before, two years ago, we had a massive barrier, so we tried everything. So we tried live events, we tried influencers a couple of times. No, time. but now that, like, now that you have this massive community, maybe an event would actually be... So the, the funny thing is, we, we thought about it. One of the, um, the, not the problem, the obstacles we need to understand that most of these people, they don't really go outside of their, their city. And they live so far apart mm-hmm. from one each other, So even if you have friends there, for them to just meet in an event, it's two and a half, three-hour drive to somewhere. Right. So we are not just we are not there just yet. Okay. There's another there's another aspect of that also that um, a lot of people who like engaging in these
1: in these groups might not be very um, they might not be extroverts in real life, but they no. are behind the computer screen. So. They they feel more comfortable talking to people when they just have to post and type. But when you tell them let's meet, then they're a little bit. be Interesting. Say if you did a post.
0: Hey guys, what do you think of a meetup? And where do you think of a boom party? Yeah.
3: Boom party. So I, was actually, I wouldn't say that,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, might get the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah, with, with the it. chemicals from before. Boom party, me
3: and Roy are going to talk about yeah. that. Later. <laughs> no, but I was actually also thinking, like, it might be, like, it, it was interesting what happened if you tried to do, like, a physical pop-up, for example. Everyone, just that would
0: be amazing. so funny that we're thinking about that because we just met with uh, what's oh,
3: name? with uh, Ari from uh, Showfield.
0: Yeah. So we thought like, oh, this is interesting. Like if you were going to do this, I'm thinking of stuff. what are you going to have? Yeah. People would talk about this if you want to beat the algorithm. Like <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have that. But you might want to turn around and say, hey, guys, like no, uh, it, it has to have, be like, happening. Uh, yeah. like, like the, the actual, actual items the cool are not items are It's just like
2: a cool experience. By the way, so now it, that I think of it, you asked about features. If we do features. Mm-hmm. So the boomers asked us to provide the boom experience um, on the selling floor as well, and not just online. So what we did is we provided them an ability to purchase gift cards. And the gift cards, they can actually go to the store. Ah, mm. oh, okay, cool. That's so we cool. started with the gift cards, and it began really small. But you would win online basically yeah, like, yeah. You, you win, win, you win the, basically you would win quickly you,
0: though you theoretically you bought it and then it would tell you oh you're the 25th exactly yeah. right so yeah. you buy it from us cool and then yeah. you go to a shopping spree because you, you have know, to remember like the, the thing that goes in my head when you first hear about this is that that uh, you're the one millionth customer you're then <laughs> the balloons fall down and you're like woo like you get burgers for life and you're like i kind of just buying this burger for a friend like yay <laughs> you know but like I'm thinking this is like well, that's what it is it's the, yeah. the digital version of that like and, here yes. go buy a card for someone so they can go get
2: something. stuff and you end up getting no, one. and no, then but they the go card, together that's, yeah. that's what I want so yeah. they oh, meet with meet. one another so, and they go on a shopping so and so you have some data to imply that a that, that, um, physical meetup would be cool yes we, we can we're not sure we're just okay. right there yet you also need like a month after up. this podcast it's happening <laughs> no, no, no you also need to understand you also need to realize and we haven't just yet how to make it appeal to the yeah. press and the media and stuff like that and we are not just there yet it's very guerrilla yeah, no, it nom- like yeah it's a
3: long it's a emotional long, process yeah for yeah them yeah as well. exactly okay it's very interesting uh, what what is the thing you would say that you thought would work the best for you and didn't? Like every uh, like whenever you start marketing stuff, or doing experiments, there's always one thing that you just like. It's if cool I'll do this, thing. this would be this what would be. Like, that? He whispered something. He was like, yeah.
0: "Code red."
2: flee <laughs> <laughs> the building. Yeah, now, um, we tried. So, like I said before, we we started to. Uh, put several fires, small fires mm-hmm. and to see where it catches it then make it bigger so one of the things we tried is we thought to ourselves that student might be a really good market mm-hmm. so we had this whole shebang about going to the university themselves with influencers and doing also cool stuff or merchandise and events and stuff like that and we were sure it will be huge and it tanked the, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a complete fail it was a complete fail,
1: so... Because you would think students, they're uh, always a little bit, you know, uh, low on money. Food. They order food all the time. Like, there's no reason True. why they wouldn't yeah. want to gain a little bit of cash while doing something right. like that. And you never know why something's going to work or not, but it just just completely failed. And
0: d- I d- can kind d- of understand it, though. Like, my sister has been staying with me because she's looking for a part in television. And she's like, uh, a student, whatever. And she never really... Like, I'm thinking... I'd like to make, I'm going to plan this out. I'm going to buy this for two months later. I'm going to buy this for this. She just buys because she needs it that moment. She never plans ahead. Yeah, but yeah, you buy you you food
3: now. You like, you,
0: like like ramen. You don't know? No. <laughs> you
3: don't order food through women woman and it's like, oh, it's in two months. It's going to be
0: now. It's exactly. Like, yeah, but thinking of that long-term su- like success, the chance that, oh, if I order this food from there, maybe I'll get it. I think that they're like more like, oh, I'll get something really quick in the cafeteria and they pay times five or whatever. They don't care.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I I cannot really I don't know I'm just well, saying like, like well, my sister did not did you use get an insight express. to why it didn't work or just
2: no because we had we are a very young startup and we need to crunch the numbers really fast and we did so we didn't take the time to go back and understand why it didn't work we just yeah. needed
3: yeah, just it just it just to something or else or win yeah.
2: and move or yeah no it makes no
3: it makes sense because also like you're trying to new you things so you're not optimizing that. it's not like you gonna go back and say, "Wait, it didn't work this way. Let's try another call." Exactly. right like, Calls don't
2: work for now. but Maybe we'll go back later. Maybe. In time, but yeah. Maybe we'll be version. stronger. Maybe yeah. get some more exposure on yeah. national TV. So. Yeah. Also,
3: like again, everything is like after something is, he's been done successfully. It's easy to analyze why it was successful versus, but because when you think about it, people like I think maybe the mom and dad's kind of level of people, people who parents are more thinking about financial in a way of, like, how do you plan yourself financially? And even when you're impulsive, they have more awareness to your, like, uh, economical situation at the house and how do you plan your economical... Uh, That's what I was saying, but in expensive. a, you know, bigger word kind of way. Screw your man. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so maybe so maybe for them, it's like, it, at, the, at a starting level, it makes more sense. Because they're not just about, I just need those shoes. They're like, oh, I really want those shoes, but I'm not buying them because I am Economically responsible, da da da, and then you get like,
2: oh, this is the best way that I can actually buy the shoes. I tend to agree, but I don't think it's from the economical point of view, because <laughs> otherwise they would go to regular cashback, because they're safe and they will get that one. No, there's, there's
3: that plus trust issue, the plus like the. It, like the
2: yeah, so they would set themselves exactly what we did. Why wouldn't I use it? Right. I mean, it's just to press a button and i might get it for free and it's one of the 25 that's great yeah. amount that's great percentage of winning yeah and why not and if it, if i don't win i still get a bonus yeah so it will be uh, yeah it, it makes it, it makes sense yeah. just to do it no but the thing is that even thinking about your purchase even what
3: you're going to purchase now with a long term vision i think that's something that is more Either I use you grow up or become more fam- family oriented. So maybe when you go back to. It's kidding, this is exactly
0: what I expect. My dad's trying to get, like I told him, get on AliExpress, just order some shit. And he's like, uh, I, don't, I don't, it's not really anything. Like, that's yeah. My dad's rich, shit. But I said to him, dude, you gotta, it's very interesting because the way you shop is totally different. Usually I go, hey, I should get that and then I think about it for about two months and then I make a decision if I'm going to get it when I need it like, and then now I just Cuba think okay I'm probably going to convince myself in two months I might as well order it now so it'll come to me in around two months yeah. for the AliExpress well, this
3: thing. is why you and your father's economical say is yeah very it's very different very different, <laughs> very different. <laughs> he's, he's like He's, oh. very rich, he's like, car we're a buy <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wheels maybe who needs them
2: <laughs> yeah. um, they do plan though yeah. They so do plan the the, the so, and when the you're in purchases. college you just don't plan. You yeah, you live from day to day. Yeah, you are
3: very saying, oh, I don't have money, I don't have money, but you, you don't have the financial maturity to understand how to accumulate money. You just try to get a higher yeah. paying job or work more hours. You're like not they're saying, not
0: putting money aside for their retirement fund, like at that point. They're just like <laughs> I'm not planning no, ahead. I'm not okay. even talking
3: about retirement, I'm just thinking no, that how they manage this week's spending was more like smarter. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um do you have any advice for startups or trying, like real advice, don't try to fail them? <laughs> <laughs> anyone doing exactly what you're doing yeah. that you want to tell them to see? No, to no. we'll start a company saying uh, "Boom 26. Um, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom 26. With How the is? same model,
2: a bit <laughs> different? With a bit different. I
3: call it uh, money back. Uh, <laughs> I call it paper money back uh, scheme. And
2: uh, I'd say uh, it's very cliche, but if you fail, fail fast. Mm-hmm. Try as many things as you can. If something doesn't work, don't dismiss it right away, mm-hmm. because when we started the community, like I said, at first it didn't work, right? But we had a strong belief that it reached our our goals, right? And it, at the end it did work, and we had a lot of conversation. So wait, and when do you decide
0: that that's a failure, though? Like if you started the community, and didn't really work. When do you decide that that's a failure, or and you should move forward? or this is something I can keep investing in is it because it takes less
1: time it's like less effort or I think it depends also on how much you have to invest in it financially so this would be pretty cheap to keep going even though it's not working but the student campaign for example was yeah. very expensive yeah, yeah. so, I'm saying, so
0: it's, be- it's about how long and how much money it would cost but, right. but you, you also yeah. have
2: like like uh, data signals before the community is like when it works it works really well yeah so uh, exactly like we stated we saw in our data and our data states are amazing we have conversion rate to click to buy and we have most of the people 68% of the people they are return buyers so once they buy they buy again and again and we picked the the people that had multiple purchases so we already knew that we had some kind of fans from the data we saw that there's a fan there's a phenomenon that's going on and people are just buying and buying and buying so we just had them put in one place right. where they can talk about the habits yeah so got it like uh, a new community was working You. and then you
3: just say okay need to crack how to do it yeah, to crack
0: yeah. It,
2: yeah. but, but it's also with a lot of hunch so I'm the hunch guy mm-hmm. and then Roy, back then or Avi they go to the data and see if the hunch has some yeah. kind of of meat, meat. Yeah. Do that yeah. and yeah. then usually I tell him, ah oh, my gut was right. <laughs> 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 right. Shove it in the face. <laughs> he has a dance for
3: it. Right? No, no, he
0: doesn't. It's a boom <laughs> dance. <laughs> I think kids do that when they need to go to the bathroom. I'm doing the boom <laughs> dance. Um, cool. This oh, I was have a awesome. about your kids. I know. Because, <laughs> because they eat <need> it. <laughs> do you sell chemicals? I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. So this was incredible. I, this was great. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Thank you for much. coming. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. I feel like like when you say thank you to somebody, you want to shake their hand. Yeah. They you hands. They the, It's like, shaking. hands. Nobody can see, but we are shaking yeah. hands at the
2: moment. The hands were yeah. shook. <laughs>
3: um, so thank you so much for joining us. I think there's tons of information here for people who are starting out. And I think it's also interesting because there's not a lot of good use cases for how communities have built revenue-driven products. Like, exactly. There's a lot of communities like how we, everybody's are meeting up and they're having fun it's like how's the revenue and then everybody shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> and here's like really tied together without change the, com- the com- yeah, without the diluting none because it's not like you exactly. didn't turn it into profitable and then the community was shut down and it's like kinda, it's working together in a very positive way. Yeah. So I think it's a very interesting
2: use case for people who are, who everybody's are, talking about the community yeah. but they don't know how to benefit from it in yeah. terms of our. there's I,
3: also an interesting thing where people are kind of shying away
2: from monetizing
3: their community or they think that there's only one way to monetize the community it's like how do I make money it's like you bring value and, uh, so I think that's a really good use case and I think there's not a lot of really good use cases out there or case studies more to be more specific about product driven communities that actually work in terms of revenue so I think there's a lot to learn in this episode cool cool
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you guys. You. Thank you. You just finished another episode of Strike Gold with Jonathan Cahn and Roy Pavarczyk. And if you're a marketer, you know what comes up next.
3: <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment. Share with a colleague. Share with a spouse. Share with your grandma. Um, check out the show notes. Yeah, the show notes are great on season two, right? We've boosted it to another level. Yeah, it's more than show notes. It's a love note to our podcast uh, interviewees. And don't forget, we love you. Love you a lot.